Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh. I tell you what, I just heard a big bang right here behind me. I thought we shouldn't have done the live shot here. There are big explosions taking place in Kiev right now. So I can hear rumblings right now. Oh, there's another one. I've got a flak jacket right here. Let me just get it, get it on. That was a year ago today as the war started in Ukraine, Russia bombing Kiev, and remember, our own government was saying it was going to likely fall in 96 hours, and we offered to get Zelensky and uh, other leaders of the government out of there, and he famously said, I need ammunition, not a not a ride, and he put out that video that night of him and other leaders in the government in the streets of Kiev saying, we're not going anywhere, we're staying here, which was, man, not only brave, but a, a history-making moment, perhaps world-changing moment. And so the Ukrainians held off the Russians. It's now been a year, uh, but is time on Ukraine's side. Josh Rogan, one of our favorite columnists, if you don't read him and follow him, you should. He writes for the Washington Post, is writing on that very topic lately. Josh, how are you, sir? Uh, great. Great to be back with you. Yeah, so I, was, you. Re- I was read your column last night. I just thought it was so good we got to have you on today. You, uh, you're taking issue with President Biden's mantra of we're, we're with it. 
until the end. You know, we're going to stick this out, that whole thing. And time as is, long as it takes. As long yes. as it takes. And time is not on Russia's side. You disagree. Right. It's not so much that I. And he's gone. Uh, I'm oh, he's to... back. Sorry, we lost you there for a second. Can you start that sentence over again? You got me. Yeah, guys. It's Go ahead. It's not that so much. Am I with you? Yeah. Great. So it wasn't so much that I didn't disagree. It's that Ukrainians disagree. And I went to Munich, uh, to this thing called the Munich Security Conference. And that's where a lot of... Uh, Biden administration officials are celebrating their great accomplishment in winning the Ukraine war, but for one uncomfortable fact, which is that the Ukraine war is not yet won. And the Ukrainians who were there were saying, hey, listen, we really appreciate all the weapons that you've given us, uh, but the war has changed and we need different stuff now. And there's an offensive coming. And and when we hear as long as it takes to us, that means you're settling in for a long slog. But the problem for the Ukrainians is that if the war takes five more years, they're not going to have a country and their economy is going to be in tatters and people are dying and their military is suffering heavy losses and they're, it, you know, it'll be a Pyrrhic victory. So, you know, there's a lot of sort of, you know, backslapping and handshakes in Munich about how great the West did in standing up to Russia, but it's not over yet. And in fact, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And clearly, this is more than just a rhetorical difference of how you're describing something. It means the strategy has to be very different. Right. The idea is that the Ukrainians want to speed up the war because they think if they don't win this year, and we can talk about what winning means, then it doesn't matter because they're not going to have a country to save. And the Biden administration is, in my view, prioritizing unity with France and Germany over unity with the Ukrainians. And, you know, of course, the Europeans are hemming and hawing. That's what they do. You know, but inside the Biden administration, there are a lot of people like, hey, we got to give them the things they need right now, which are long range missiles and tanks and maybe fighter planes, although that's not really the most important thing. But in the end, we seem to always be a day late and a dollar short. And, you know, that means that we have a stalemate. And in that stalemate, uh, Putin wins because Ukrainians are suffering and he gets to keep going with his war and uh, keep waiting us out is, is basically his whole plan. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It seems so clearly true to me that, that time is not on Ukraine's side, as the president right. stated the other day. And and this idea, as long as it takes, well, it better be soon or we're going to lose. Right. Not only that, American people are not going to tolerate true. another forever war, nor should they. So we, the American people want to know, how does this end? And if, you, if I'm telling you what I hear from Biden people, it's like, oh, well, maybe if we cajole them into negotiations by the time Biden has to run for president again in earnest, the fighting will be lower. And we can say that that's kind of an accomplishment. But the Ukrainians say, first of all, that's crazy uh, because the Russians are committing crimes against humanity. They're not negotiating. And second of all, wouldn't you rather run on a win? Wouldn't you rather run on we got it done and Ukraine is no longer uh, being shelled all day, every day, because the war is still ongoing. But, you know, the Biden people are more kind of worried about the political image of winning the war than actually winning the war. And that's the Ukrainian. That's a, that's crazy. Well, and I was struck by the number of Ukrainian officials you talked to who said the war must be won this year. That's the message. Please, Mr. President, say that message. Right. And because they know that if we say that, then we have to do it. And that means giving them the things that they would need to win this year. And if you're the Biden White House, you're thinking, wow, if they start to win too much, maybe Putin is going to go crazy and do expand the war to Poland or drop a nuke on them or something. 
And again, the Ukrainians hear that and they're like, no, 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 we want to win. Aren't we trying to win? You know, and that's the basic fundamental difference between Washington and Kiev. You know, the people in the White House think that, oh, eventually they're going to negotiate in a way that draws a line in the middle of Ukraine and the Ukrainians are not going to do that. And the Russians are not going to do that. So uh, that's kind of like a conflict inside of our foreign policy that Biden doesn't really want to resolve because he doesn't want to do the thing that you would need to do, which is to give them the weapons they need to win the war now. Well, right. Well, you brought it up yourself. What does winning look like? So uh, I can understand why the Ukrainians do not want to give up an inch of their territory um, because, uh, well, for a lot of reasons, um, uh, including the fact that if Russia is still camped in Crimea and wherever, they're just going to launch another offensive in a couple of years. But how do you think this thing ends? Right. Well, at least, you know, their negotiating position should be the same, right? The Ukrainians want to say, we're going to take every inch of our territory, including Crimea. Is the fighting, is the ceasefire going to going to happen right when that happens? Maybe not. But they would at least Washington to, like, play along. <laughs> you know, it's like right, right now it's sort of like they're they're – they're trying to convince the Russians that they're capable of doing that. And the only reason the Russians don't believe them is because Washington won't give them the weapons they would need to do that. So how does this end is a really important question. And, you know, what the Biden people say is it's up to the Ukrainians, but then they constrain their options by withholding the things that they would need to actually have that flexibility. And that's the difference sort of between what the Biden people say and what they do. What they say is it's up to the Ukrainians to define winning. What they're doing is trying to define it down by themselves. Josh Rogan of the Washington Post on the line. And Josh, uh, you're one of our favorite guys to talk to about China as well. And obviously they're involved now indirectly in the Ukraine thing. Any thoughts on their uh, burgeoning relationship with Russia? Yeah, there's a lot of crazy talk in Washington now about, oh, the Chinese are so conflicted and, you know, they don't want to be tied down with Russia and maybe we should just pull them into our orbit. And all of that's nonsense, because it presumes that what the Chinese Communist Party is telling us is true. Is true. And I was in Munich. I heard them say a lot of crazy things, and they were mostly lies. China is not neutral. China has been providing Russia support this entire time. They're going to continue to do so. And the thing that we have to do is call them out for it, and then if they do it, punish them for it. Because, you know, what the, what the problem with Washington is we don't understand the difference between Chinese propaganda and Chinese policy. Chinese propaganda is, oh, wow, this Ukraine thing really has us tied up in knots, and maybe we'll have a peace deal, and maybe we'll be the mediators. But it's all nonsense, because what their actual policy is is, to help Russia as much as possible without admitting as such. And we have to be clear-eyed about that. I appreciate you coming on on short notice, by the way. read that article and just thought it was really, really interesting. I'm wondering, these are serious topics. You run pretty hot. Do you you relax at the end of the day? I mean, are you always this (laughs) intense? I mean, do you you have a drink? Do you ballroom dance? Do you play video games? Anything that can, like, lower your blood pressure? I, I have a three-month newborn daughter oh, named oh, Anne. It's our, it's our first. Enough said. That, Congratulations, uh, by the way. That is awesome, but that you. is not yeah. the time to uh, get to relax. I understand that. Not exactly relax, but it is a it is a, 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 a time to appreciate what's really important in life, and that's family. And uh, we're very lucky, and uh, our, our newborn daughter is doing well, and I'm trying to be passionate in my work so that we can create a better world for her to grow up in. Because right now the thugs and crooks and dictators are on the march and Ukraine is the place where we have to fight them. And I know it's tough for the American people and it costs a lot. We're asking for sacrifice. But if you want a world for your children that resembles the world that, 
we envision in our minds a, a world where you can say what you want and, and live where you want. That's all the Ukrainians want. It's not too much to ask. And uh, they're willing to die for it. And all we have to do is help them. And we ought to. Yeah, it's one thing about having kids is you have some stake in the game for the future, no doubt about that. And uh, as I was yeah. saying just earlier today or yesterday or whenever, talking about the problems of the world and how my 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 eleven year old was going through you know one of your major life stages or something like that, and it was just it was fantastic to focus on that and you know for a while and shut out the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, what's fascinating to me is that you know I think the kids are all right. I I travel a lot to colleges and universities and hear a lot about wokeness. But when it comes to China and Russia and the need to fight dictators, uh, I think the next generation is going to pick up that torch and run with it. Cool. If we can just keep keep the fight going until we have we hand it off to them. Well, it certainly motivates us every day. The paycheck doesn't hurt, but that's a that's a big part of it. Uh, Josh Rogan of the Washington Post. Uh, Josh, congratulations again. Take care of your family and keep uh, keep up the fabulous work. Thank you so much. You got it's it. Just uh, just a word, you know. He runs pretty hot and takes things very seriously. But I want to make sure you know that's a, a release point at the end of the day. Of course, when you have a three month old, that is not the time that you really get to get your ballroom dancing done or your drink on or anything like that. No, you go in and bust your ass at work to relax. Absolutely. You know what I was going to ask him about, but your uh, your charming personal-oriented uh, ending there was too good to pass up. Um, <laughs> uh, was it McCausland we were talking to or, uh, or uh, Mike Lyons uh, about the fact that China, who shares a rather long border with Russia, and they have been frenemies and enemies over the past, you know, 100 years, really. They're never really friends. Whether China isn't enjoying the hell out of watching the Russian military just get bled dry. Sure. I mean, they're supporting them, quote-unquote supporting them, but maybe they're supporting them so the bleeding continues. On both sides. They like bleeding uh, Russia and us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yes, thank you, Joe. How how stupid are you, Joe? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, because uh, our Pentagon is saying, hey, uh, hey, yeah, we're just down there at the old, uh, ammunition depot, and it's looking a little thin. What are we going to do about this? Mm. They're firing a lot of rounds in Ukraine. we have got clips of the week we need to get to. Oh, right. And a number of other things, so I hope you can stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm 
Hannah Storm and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So did you have one, Michael? Yeah, I did. I broke down. I brought in no. Costco chocolate muffins. I was at the Costco yesterday and a little hungry. So I went and bought a big thing of those giant Costco muffins that are as big as my head, and I have a particularly large head. I ate one in the car, then had another one later in the afternoon, and one at about 1 o'clock in the morning. So I had three five-pound chocolate muffins yesterday. So just for the record, no donuts. Correct. But gigantic chocolate muffins. Because those would be bad for you. Oh, I see. The donuts would be bad for you. Okay. Just, again, I'm jotting down notes here. Just um, Anyway. <laughs> Michael called it, said it was a cry for help. Um, a man needs his pleasures. <laughs> right. 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 There you go. Uh, so, hey, uh, so much to talk about to squeeze into the last hour of the week. But first, let's pause and take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, liftoff. Hello, phone, phone. We will defeat See, everyone because we are Ukraine. A growing concern on our part uh, that China is considering providing lethal support to Russia. These are crimes against humanity. I really want to go and give those Russians, that Putin, a great big slap in the face from a woman. You might see the Ukrainians collapse. Frankly, I think there's a possibility you might see the Russian military collapse. It's in both China's interest and the United States' interest to have a very weak Russian military. People at the Pentagon are like, yeah, let's go, keep, keep it up, keep smashing them. Breaking news! Musk just called a snow day! Oh my goodness! Oh boy, oh boy! After recording over a hundred laughs for a machine learning algorithm, we can restore the authenticity of the LOL. My coolest moment was shaking Rudy Giuliani's hand. That was really cool for me. I had no idea a 12-year-old Amish girl could even serve on a grand jury, but... We all have advanced degrees. What do the parents have? Are we vetting the backgrounds of our parents? Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. You know, you don't look for hogs in the daytime. 
What does Governor Ron DeSantis not know about black history and the black experience? Look, my message to President, about President Trump is we thank you for your service, great, but we're moving on. Yet we cannot even answer the question of what it means to be an American. The burned out RVs just become part of the roadside decor. This one on 135th burned down four months ago. Bed and breakfast and barf. Would you like the fornication view room? That's just a little more than the defecation view room. Come out. Mm, yeah. Woo! No school for me tomorrow! That's a pretty good cow. Not a super cow, regular cow, but as opposed to those oh, super you... pigs we were talking about right. last hour. Right, right. The menacing Canada and soon the United States. Did you see that Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr of the Beatles and Mick Jagger and Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones are together in a studio recording a song in Los Angeles? Or music? I did not see that. You did not How did I miss that? that? I don't know. No. It's been getting a lot of rumblings in the music world. Nobody knows exactly what they're up to, but they're all four. They're up to 80. That's what they're up to. They're up to 80 years old. Yeah. They might be swapping fiber recipes, for all we know. But they're in a recording studio, so I'm assuming there's some music going on. That'd be something. Has that ever happened? Have the Beatles and Rolling Stones, uh, that many of them, ever gotten together and recorded something? Uh, not that many, I don't think. There there has been cross-pollination yeah, through the there's, years. There's that one video I like on YouTube from that Rolling Stone movie that never came out, where you got uh, John Lennon singing, Keith Richards playing bass. Eric Clapton's playing guitar. Have you seen that YouTube video? That's awesome. Yeah, I think so. Didn't the song come out in some form not long ago? I don't know. They're just jamming. Jimmy Page was there. I can't remember. Anyway, a couple of comments on Cal real quick. Number one, uh, 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 as I've said, as a mediocre golfer, I've learned that sometimes you, if you make a swing really bad, it, it shows you what your other not-so-great swings were doing. You have to make that terrible swing before you realize, oh, that's what I'm doing. That Arizona woman saying, have we vetted our parents? Do our parents have a master's degree? That was such a beautiful display of everything that's wrong with education these days. I thank her for her idiotic service. Yeah. <laughs> That is a maddening attitude. If you miss an hour of this show, you can get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One side or the other could score a stunning victory. We might see the Ukrainians collapse. Frankly, I think there's a possibility we might see the Russian military collapse, uh, presenting a fait accompli. And then the last is some kind of a change in leadership uh, in, in Moscow. And that could go either way. So that was uh, Jeff McCausland of CBS uh, News, who we chatted with earlier. And I asked for that clip after hearing Cow Clips of the Week, uh, because I was a little surprised to hear him say that. Nobody's talked really about the Russian military collapsing, but something went click in my head. And before I get to that, one of the great ironies, tragedies, comedies of the human experience that... Did you put on a different shirt during the commercial break? uh, No, a while ago. That's weird. I no, gee, many. Are you like Reba McIntyre or Madonna? Uh, more like Katy Perry, really. Just different costumes. Yeah, but anyway, so one of the uh, the, the 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 frustrating things about being a human being is you figure out all this stuff. You acquire a little wisdom, right? And maybe you try to teach the kids or grandkids or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever, okay." And then you croak. You finally get so much of this stuff figured out, and then you croak. Right. I mean, for instance, one thing I've learned is that the same thing over time becomes something different. There are certain things that either wear down or finally break or people just have had enough. And if the Russian losing and meat grinder... And the Wagner group complaining that the real Russian military sucks. Um, if, if all that continues over the long term, yeah, there could be some sort of break in, in the Russian will. Wow, that'd I be wonder. something. Yeah. And, and you know, who knows? Uh, Putin starts sacking military leaders or they start falling out of buildings or whatever. And several of them get together and say, personally, I don't want to fall out of a building. Yeah. Something crazy happens. It could happen. Harry Anyways, Styles, that's who you're more like. Harry Styles. Thank you very much. Changing outfits. I am acts. binary, by the way. I'm a dude. Um, so, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, speaking of leadership, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy announced his candidacy for president the other day. And speculating get much attention. Why did he not get more attention? I don't know. It was partly that he went on Tucker, I think, to, uh, to announce it. Oh, did he? Okay. He, did. he announced on Tucker. Yeah, yeah, which uh, it is what it is. But um, talking about who might win at this point is like talking about who's going to win the World Series this year. They barely showed up for spring training. Next year, Um, even. Who's going to win the World Series next year? 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's nobody knows. They no. haven't played games yet, no. really. No. Um, but the reason I want to play a couple of tapes of this guy is just I love the cut of his jib so much. I love his ideas so much. He's been referred to as the CEO of Anti-Woke Incorporated. He's written two books, Woke Incorporated, Inside Corporate America's Social Justice Scam and Nation of Victims, Identity Politics, The Death of Merit, and The Path Back to Excellence. He has started and run companies. He's a scientist and a lawyer, and also he's a crazy, crazy smart. And I just love the cut of his jib. Let's start with the 70, Michael, and play a handful. I grew up in Ohio in the 90s as a skinny kid with nerdy glasses and a funny last name. My parents taught me that if you're going to stand out, then you might as well be outstanding. Achievement was my ticket to get ahead. I went on to found multi-billion dollar companies, and I did it while getting married, raising a family, and following my faith in God. And yes, I am a millennial. I was born in 1985. But the sad part is that if I'd been born 20 years later, I think my story would have been impossible. What I, does he mean by that? I only vote for uh, people that have, were born in the 30s, but uh, if you want to vote for somebody born in the 80s, go ahead. Roll on, Michael. We're in the middle of a national identity crisis today. Our nation is hungry for a cause, for purpose, for meaning. The things that used to fill that void like faith, patriotism, hard work, and family have disappeared. We now embrace one secular religion after another, from COVIDism, to climatism, and gender ideology, to satisfy our deeper need for identity. Yet we cannot even answer the question of what it means to be an American in the year 2023. Boy, I love that stuff about yeah. the secular religions, yep. and we That's don't know great. what it means to be an American. We're not striving as a country. It's just inward-looking self-loathing, like we're all alienated 16-year-olds. I would like to see him on a debate stage. I think that would uh, be a good Ooh. influence on the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's early for that, but when will the debates be? July. July of this year. Correct. Right. This year? Yeah. Then when do you the pick The voting nominee? starts a year from now. They'll be voting already. P- primary voting? Yeah. Picking yeah. a candidate for the Republican Party. Right. Your Iowa's your new hand. <laughs> it's so long. It is so long. <laughs> All right. One more clip, Michael. Today, the woke left preys on that vacuum. They tell you that your race, your gender, and your sexual orientation govern who you are and what you can achieve in life. If you question that orthodoxy, they call you a bigot, a homophobe, a climate denier, a racist. And there is no greater damnation in modern America than to be called a racist. This is psychological slavery. And that's created a new culture of fear in our country that has completely replaced our culture of free speech in America. If you ask me, the best measure of the health of American democracy is actually the percentage of people who feel free to say what they actually think in public. And right now, we're doing abysmally. That's why today I'm announcing my run for president of the United States. So here's the thing. I hate the identity politics, and so does he. But as a POC, a person of color, and the child of immigrants, I love the idea of the left is going to have to go with, like the freaking L.A. Times, calling him the the brown face of white supremacy. 
and that that disgusting crap that they have to resort to if you have an independent thinker who doesn't, you know, jump into their racial sheep pen and bleat the way they say he ought to bleat. bleat. I just I love it. I love it. I hope this guy gets enough support, as you said, that he's on the debate stage 15 to 19 months before the election. Well, I Googled it. And they actually changed it. It was going to be the first debate was going to be in July. They moved it to August with the idea that there aren't going to be as many candidates as they thought in the Republican field. And the first debate is going to be in August. Who decided that? Republican I mean, that Party, there wouldn't be. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I meant by what means did they arrive at the conclusion that there would be fewer candidates? I don't know. There were a lot of people thinking we'd have a half dozen people in already. I don't know. I don't freaking know. Um, you're right about how long it is. It, it almost makes me think any of this stuff we're discussing is stupid um, in that what, what is going to be? It's it's February. What is going to be happening between now and August, which is the first time we ever see these people on stage together making it clear how they differ. What's happening between now and August for the declared candidates? Jabbering on cable news and and speeches and going to Iowa. But again, the reason I'm bringing this up, this is the pitchers and catchers have barely reported to spring training. Don't harangue me about who's going to win the World Series. But I love the guy's ideas. Yeah. And I love that he's expressing them as eloquently as he has. So I just, if, if I can do something to get his ideas on stage, whoever wins is fine. I, I, we'll figure that out down the road. I, I thought I was having a senior moment. I thought, wait a minute. It is February 2023. Right. The election is in November. Well, the election ends because now we have months of voting in some places. But the election ends. Is next next year, right, Joe? And I thought, no, wait a minute. So here's something I just learned the other day, which makes me kind of a boomer. If you're younger, you probably know this. Um, so my youngest son got some new tennis shoes a while back, and my oldest son was mocking him for having creased the toes. Bunch of toe creasers out there. Huh? If you wear your... They're like Nike Jordans or something. Like, if you wear a pair of leather tennis shoes, you know, where your toe bends when you walk, they eventually kind of get a little line in there, Mm -hmm. a crease, and it's inevitable. But apparently, for the younger crowd, that ain't cool. Now, it's funny, because I had heard Michael Che made a joke about that on Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago that just stuck in my head, because I didn't quite understand what he said. He -hmm. said, I take an Uber six blocks to avoid creasing my sneakers. And I thought, and people laughed, and I thought, wow, really? So, yeah. I know it's really important to keep them very, very white and clean, like our old producer Vince. I mean, his the white shoes were always spotless clean, and I know that's a thing. And you get a you get the white paint to make sure you paint off any any spot, or whatever. They always got to look brand new. That's part of the whole. I don't need the stress. Sneaker culture is a big deal now. Have you been to an athletic store recently? You know how it used to be like six different shoes. There are like a thousand styles in just like your regular champs sporting goods store hmm. and and each nike new bounce they all put out so many different styles and colors now because it's such a fashion thing and and it's well, well no i was a kid i had one pair of shoes and i wore it until it wore out until they wore out so it lasts like a year and then you get another pair but now everybody's got especially like 20 and 30 something men have dozens of pairs if not more to go with different outfits Anyway, getting back to decreasing the toes. I don't. I don't go to those stores. I just go to s- stores for shoes for serious runners. <laughs> if you don't know me, I'm into ultra marathons mostly. <laughs> anyway, if there was a grizzly bear with a shotgun, it couldn't make me run a marathon.
Right. And say, hey, shoot me or eat me or eat me, then shoot me. But, but I'm, I'm not running anymore. <laughs> One of those super pigs with a knife. You still would not run. Um, but anyway, so on the Come crease- at me, Porky. <laughs> so uh, Sam, my oldest kid, he's, he's into junior high now where fa- you know they're starting to get to that age where fashion matters and all that sort of stuff and boys, girls, all that sort of stuff. And he said a lot of the guys walk- with their feet flat. You kind of pick up your legs and you walk with your feet flat so you don't ever bend your toes and crease your sneakers, and that's the way people walk. Jack is walking back and forth like a duck for the radio listener. And that's actually a thing. And I had noticed my son does that when he wears his fancy shoes that he got for Christmas last year or whatever, his LeBrons that I got him. And uh, I said, is that why you walk that way in the LeBrons? I thought maybe they were just too big or something. He said, yeah, I don't want to crease the toes. So you walk like you have to, like, Come your feet and set them down flat. So that's the way. If you see a young man walking that way, he doesn't have you know a heinous disease or something like that. It's so you don't crease the toes of your sneakers. I didn't know that, that poor till boy has ankle luckage. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but people are actually changing their stride to make sure you don't put a dent in your shoes. You know, speaking of the the wisdom you acquire as, as you get older. If you're laughing at the fashions of the 40s or the 50s or the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or the 90s, do I need to continue? Come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. I got so tired of working at Amazon because everyone watches you all the time and I just got so tired of it. So I started doing this thing where I would clock in and then I would sit in the break room for 10 hours every single day. I did this for like a month until I got caught and then they wanted me to explain myself. So I just quit. So I used to work at a pizzeria. You'd be surprised how many customers are so rude over pizza. At one point, I literally got so mad that I cursed at a customer. And then I immediately realized what I did. And I was like, well, there is absolutely no coming back from this. So instead of arguing with them, I literally just hung up the phone. And I was like, I need to go outside for a minute. And then I just kept walking home. I never came back. Well, that's an option in the modern world. <laughs> As a coward. <laughs> to just quit because you'll find a way to live somehow, apparently. I clocked in and sat in the lunchroom for 10 hours. That's a different sort of person. So, uh, came across, I don't know if this is related or not, but in terms of how people are doing out there, uh, 36% of people in a new survey have more credit card debt than emergency savings. It was 22% a year ago. Whoa. So it's gone from 22% a year ago to 36% now of people who have more credit card debt than emergency savings. And since we are a we don't let anybody starve, we don't even let anybody go without a cell phone plan uh, in America, (laughs) uh, no matter how they ended up in that situation. If those people get in a big enough trouble, we're all going to be bailing them out. Or you out or whoever it is. Wow. 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 I got to get some gold bars or some Bitcoin or something that the government can't come take. You can feel it heading in that direction. They're talking about the various wealth taxes. And sure, they say, no, it's only with people uh, on people who got the $100 million or more. See, that's how they get the camel's nose under the tent. Nobody thinks, well, uh, the poor people with $100 million, somebody needs to stand up for them. Right. Nobody thinks that. Right. Once they get the concept going, though. It's the people with 50 million, then 10, then five, then one. And if you've saved your whole working life and you got a million dollars in the bank to retire, that does not make you a rich person. 401k or your house or however you came up with it. Right, exactly. You got to pay your fair share. You got to share and share alike. Gavin Newsom actually came out against that the other day. I thought that was interesting. Really? Gavi is so clearly trying to position himself not as a uh, crazy woke lefty so he can run for president because uh, people, including my beloved partner, keep talking about running against Biden. Joe Biden ain't running. Sign the hands of time. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Accurate. Uh, How much time do I got, Michael? Reminds me. So the South Park episode about Prince Harry and Meghan was all about how they... uh, they just want their privacy, and they keep doing things to get attention, which is what's happening in real life. <laughs> yeah. And so, so they moved to South Park, and he sets up his drum set on the uh, in the driveway in the front of the street and plays his drums real loud, and they shoot off fireworks at night with giant signs that say, Leave us alone. We want our privacy. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> ah, I love the South Park. <laughs> love it. Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. 
wistful. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get Rocky Mountain high. But first, final thoughts from everybody on the crew. Michael Angelo leading us off. Michael? Well, Joe, you said you wouldn't run unless you had a uh, bear with a shotgun chasing you, correct? That is correct, All yes. right, well, let's test this out. <laughs> Beautiful. Michelangelo's Radio Theater. I know. That was like an old-timey radio, like a detective drama or something. It, it was dumb. It's like Fibber, Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Yeah. Uh, Jack, a final thought you'd like to share? Yeah, much more serious one. The year anniversary of the war in Ukraine starting. I heard somebody else say this, and it's so clearly true. Many hundreds of thousands of people were alive a year ago today that aren't now because of that invasion on both sides. And many, many more hundreds of thousands whose lives have been disrupted and changed forever. My final thought is uh, I'm going to race to whatever TV I find, uh, you know, handy later today and get a repackaging of the Murdoch testimony as the alleged murderer, lawyer in South Carolina is cross-examined by the prosecution, it's going to be hot and heavy. Yeah. Um, Most of the experts I listened to thought he should have taken the stand, though, because he didn't have any choice. He was going to lose otherwise. Yeah. Even though it's generally a bad idea, he was in a, we got to try something different. Yeah, you lied about your whereabouts uh, when when your family got snuffed, and you were there like two minutes before. So you got to explain that uh, there, Skippy. Especially when you're a trial lawyer yourself. I mean, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Find the hot links. Many fabulous hot links there for you to uh, read and explore. Uh, drop us an email if you like. Let us know what we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You got swag. You got links to the podcasts. Come on, armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you on Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. We. Okay. It is what it is. Eh, eh, batch again. Can I can I make a, a very obvious point? Breaking news. It's cold. There's no doubt in my mind. That was really cool for me. You know, y- you don't look for hogs in the daytime. And then no, and then no, 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 and then no. And now have a great Friday, you mother. The uh, Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.